vision because I'm just kind of full of it. And, and you watch it, all right? I'm talking about vision. And, and, and so I'm full of vision. And, uh, and so I, I just want to continue on talking about that. But before I get into uh, the meat of the message, I want to just pause. We didn't get here without people sacrificing, giving, serving. Uh, man, I tell you, I, we've got people that have been here from almost the very beginning. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And you that have been uh, come on board just uh, of late, whether it's been uh, just uh, this past month or or last year or, or several years back, thank you guys all. The heart of this church is our our dream teams and our small group leaders, and you guys make it happen, okay? So uh, so anyway, if you're new to Church on Move, great, great Sunday for you to be here. You'll get to hear a, a lot of our heart here. And so uh, I, I want to start out and just say this. I, I, I did, again, I called it Vision Sunday. Uh, and, and Richard, you can go to that one screen that says Vision Sunday. And then I'm going to talk to you uh, today I want to talk to you about our our vision, and, and I'm going to give you our vision here. Church on the Move's vision is to uh, grow a life-giving church that reaches the lost, disciples the found, and equips the next generation. I, I hope to give you the what, and, and not so much the hows. You, I will give you the hows in our in our uh, growth track, and I, I share that throughout the the time. But I'll, I'll probably re- re- reference it. But this this is our heart. And uh, any any vision, any vision that's given, uh, there's always a heart behind it. You know that, right? And, and I believe our heart comes from uh, a lot of it from John ten ten. And uh, many of you know that scripture, but I just want to give it to you. It says, "The thief enters only to steal, kill, and destroy." That's not our heart. Here's our heart. Jesus, He says, "I came so that they could have life, indeed, so that they could." live life to the fullest. And that's God's intent. That's my heart. That's my desire. That's my passion is that every person that is influenced by our church would have life to the fullest. That's that's really the bottom line is that we want to grow a life-giving church so, so that people would experience the very life of God in their lives, in their marriages, in their finances, in every area and every aspect of their life. We want people to experience life. I, I got to thinking about this. I thought, you know, there's a lot of people that are walking and experiencing in, uh, death on a daily basis, a continual basis, in, in various areas in their life. And one of the reasons why is because they've not experienced life like they need to experience. And we'll get into that today. Uh, but I, I just want to... I just wanted to lay the groundwork for that with with a couple of scriptures, that being the first one. And the second one, I was thinking, you know, that a church never happens without a a lot of people making it happen. And, And God always has a dream. He always has a vision, a vision for a church, a vision for... Uh, uh, us as our uh, individually for a family there's always vision but if we don't follow God's uh, plan his his play you know somebody was saying I love football I'm gonna go watch some football this afternoon 
Well, while you're watching football, I'm going to go bowling, okay? So, but, but well, you, you, you know, uh, football, every football has a, they have a playbook. They have a plan in place. They're not just going out there and, and hoping to win and, and just going out there without some type of plan. And some type of play that they've been playing over and over and over and over. And if we play that play, then we know what to do and how to react when, when we face certain situations in, 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 in that game. And in the game of life, you know, if we'll do it God's way, then and we're playing that plan and we're doing it on and on. If we're going by his values, his principles, the things that he has laid out in his word and, and his leading by his spirit, then, then we're, able to, we're able to handle anything in life. No matter how severe it may be, we can handle it. And so I want to stir at the same time as, as giving, giving you uh, just a, a little overview of our church. And I, I believe... I believe that God has greater, but so many times we don't, we don't follow his play. We don't follow his play, and, and we wonder why we uh, end up in places that we never intended to end up. There's so many people that end up in places they never intended to end up. Amen. You guys cannot be playing with, uh, with snakes and, 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 and think you're not going to get bit. You, you, can't be, you can't be messing with things and, and think that it's not going to affect you. Sin is deadly disobedient to God is it's it's always going to have a price uh attached to it and and we don't want to go there in our lives so I want to I want to share just uh I'm not going to share a whole lot of scripture today but I'm going to share and I want to start out with numbers I use this on our 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 team night our I gather our our dream team once a month and and I shared this just recently, and I, I just want to share a couple of things. Uh, Numbers chapter 13, it says, Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses. This is, this is uh, after the deliverance. This is after uh, Moses had been instrumental by God as a leader to lead the children out, uh, of Israel out of Egypt and through the Red Sea. And they experienced all kinds of miraculous things. Do you know that you could be touched by God and, and experience a lot of God and, and still end up in the wrong place? Because at some point you disconnect, you unhook, and you go a different direction. Well, they were trying to get them into the promised land, but it wasn't, it wasn't happening. And, and they sent in 12 spies, and out of the 12, 10 came back and said one thing, and two said another. And and so Caleb said, he says, let's go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. We're well able. As a matter of fact, that's the kind of people we need to be, well able people. We're able to do it. If God says it, we can do it. Says, let's, it goes on to say, but the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people. And there's a lot of people who say, we're, we're not able because of this, 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 and this. And by the way, there's always going to be excuses why we can't do something. But we can't be not able people. We got to be well able people. We are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out saying... The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. 
And it says, there we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak came from the giants and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight and so were we in their sight. Now, God had given them a plan. He had given them uh, really a mission to go in and to possess the land that he had given them. Uh, And 10 people came and they began to bring an evil report, a bad report, a, a report that was different than what God said. And 10 people influenced millions of people and kept them back from entering into the promised land. And just because, you know, it doesn't take much to keep people back from what God has. Matter of fact, I want to make this statement, and and let me give it to you here. And it's this, and and I kind of altered it from those for uh, team night, but here's a statement that I made. Uh, Vision and momentum happens when everyone is moving together in one common direction. I, I said it, momentum in, in our, our team night, but I added vision and momentum. It happens when we're all moving in unison, when we're all moving together, when we're all going together. That's when it happens. You know why families end up not only in divorce or end up, if they are together, they end up, they end up uh, struggling throughout their marriage is because they're not together in vision, moving forward in unison, going forward, forward with one common objective. And do you know it's no different in any church? Ten people influenced millions of people and kept them from going into the, into the promised land and they wandered in the wilderness. For 40 years. Until another generation was born. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Can I tell you that statistics tell us. That 87% of people. Will never ever. Enter into the purpose that God has for them. That 87% of people will wander throughout life. Through the journey of life. And never enter into what God has for them. Could it be. Because they're not hooking up with a vision. I know that it's God's heart that we be united as a church. And, and, and he's called us to be a body. One body. And when we hook up together then we're able to go in. We're able to conquer. I tell you when we, when we come together we can conquer. We can do anything that God says. What is that saying? United we stand. Divided we fall. And really, there's some truth to that. So what I want to talk about when we're uh, in vision, sharing vision about this church, and honestly, you can apply this to your family. You can apply this if you're a business owner. You can apply this to your business. You can apply it in any area, in every area of your life, individually even. So it's applicable. It's something that you can apply to your any area of your life. But let me let me just say this is that uh, vision is this, it's fully living out our potential. It's fully living out our potential. Uh, when we come together and we're walking together in unity, it's, and, and, and by the way, individually, how do you apply this individually? When you're in unity with God, when you're in unity with his word, when you're in unity with his Holy Spirit, and what it says, then that's, when you're going to live out your potential. 
But let me make this statement, and that's this, is that putting, living out your potential is putting no limits on God. We, we limit God when we, when we are not in unity with God and what he wants and what he has for us. It's our vision as a church. You know, we, we, we've reached a lot of people all the time. Very seldom uh, do, is there ever a service that goes by where people don't make a, a decision to follow Christ. Very seldom. I mean, it happens, it happens regularly around here. It's very uh, odd that it would not happen. It's usually that people, we're reaching people as a church. It's a tremendous thing. You guys are doing great. You're mission-minded. You're, you're, you're reaching out and you're bringing people in. And, and people's lives are being transformed. They are experiencing life. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And, and we're, we always give that opportunity. And you all are doing that. It's tremendous. We're not putting limits on God. And one of the things that we... Uh, endeavor to do here as our as our team and our leadership is that is to to lift you up and let you know that you you have the potential as anybody else in 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 God's kingdom to be able to be used by God in a very mighty and powerful way you really do and we need to take the limits off let's don't put any limits on God too many times, we're, well, yeah, we're putting limits, but yet when God tugs at our heart, and hopefully he'll tug at your heart today, then we begin to make excuses or we begin to put the but, but. I would do that, but. There's no buts. Move those buts out of the way. <laughs> and, and let's go ahead and be who God wants us to be. I was thinking about this. Really, there's three things that will help you to keep the limits off of God. One is you and I have to be humble. We need to know that this isn't, it, it's not with, by our strength or by our might, but it's by his spirit that lives inside of us that we're able to accomplish everything that wants, God wants us to accomplish. And we need to be humble. I, I was looking back at my life. Some of you know my life. I came back. I came from a very bad background. I mean, I I don't want to make it sound horrible, but as I look at as I look at the Word of God and I look at other people's lives, I, in comparison, I, I I looked at my life and it was very dysfunctional. And, and you've heard me if you've been around here at our house when I was growing up. It was either wars or rumors of wars. And eventually, I got kicked out of the house as a young teenager and, and been out since. And so, you know, I had to get out in the world and I had to fight for everything. And for years, I, 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 I uh, had this dislike of myself. I didn't care for myself. And some of you are still there. You may not voice it out, but you, you're still there and you just don't, dis, you just don't like yourself. And, and it led to self-destruction. I became an alcoholic. I, I did drugs. I, I dealt drugs and just kind of a reckless, reckless life. And, and it almost, in, in a number of times, it almost took my life. And I'm so grateful that I've experienced the very life of God. And I had to come to a point in my life where I just had to humble my life. 
And, and even when I came into the kingdom of God, it's just like I was looking at my abilities. Where did I come from? You know, I could barely read anything when I very, got saved in my mid-20s. And God transformed my life. And I started preaching right, right away. And I started out with King James Bible. That was a rough, tough time. <laughs> Nothing against it. It's just hard to read for me still. But that's where I learned. And God taught me. And I looked at my life and it's like, how can I, how can I do that? And you know, God got hold of me one day, one time. And it's like, it's, you got you to gotta depend on and rely on the grace of God that's in you. It's, it's not about you. Still to this day, I've got to, I've got to adjust my thinking when I minister. This is, it isn't about what I look like because sometimes I fumble. I still say things and I still do things and I mess up and it's like, it's not about me. He chooses to use imperfected, imperfection and imperfect people to do his work here on this earth. And I'm just, um, I'm just, Lord, I choose to be humble. I choose to recognize this is about you. And if it's going to get done, it's going to get done. It's going to get done because of who you are in me, not who I am in the flesh. And so we got to be humble. Gosh, I got a lot of ground to cover, don't I? The other thing is we got to be hungry. If we're going to if we're going to take the limits off of God, we got to be hungry for what God wants. If you're not hungry enough, you're not going to go after it. I'm hungry for everything that God has. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to to see God have his way in and through my life, in and through our church, and I am hungry for it. And too many people are not hungry. See, when you're hungry, you're going to go to great lengths to, to, to satisfy that hunger. And we need to get hungry. God, I want what you want. And the vision of this house is to take limits off of God and let him be who he wants to be through ordinary people that do extraordinary things because we're, we're hungry for what God wants. One of our first values is to passionately love God. And that will never happen if we're not hungry. And, and, and then the third aspect that takes the limits off of God is we've got to be wise people. That means, that means we cannot think like the world. We cannot think like, we cannot be unrenewed in our mind and be trans, uh, conformed to the world, this world. We need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. He who walks with wise people will be wise, but a companion of fools will be destroyed. We cannot be foolish in our, our decision making. I see people putting, I see people's decisions and I say, you're putting limits on God. And you think it's only affecting you, but the limits that you put on God in your life individually affects us corporately. Come on now. Can I have an amen in in here? I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. I know I am. 
So we, we want to we wanna live out our potential. Our potential is found in God, not in our flesh. Young and old, I believe in young people. I need to get there because I want to talk there. Uh, there, and this, I'm just going to go on to the second thing. In that, fully living out our purpose is is our vision. Is to fully live out our purpose. And uh, I'm I'm going to quickly go through this, not because it's not important, but this is something we talk about all the time. And I'm going to I'm always going to be talking about this. But number one is to experience life. Our purpose as a church should be our purpose as an individual is to help people experience the life of God. Our worship team, our children's ministry, our parking lot, our greeters, our ushers, everybody, everybody that's a part of our team, we're, we're trying to help people experience life. We're trying to set, a, set an atmosphere where God can, God can manifest his presence and his power and his goodness and his life in this place. Shouldn't that be the same at home, the workplace, wherever we're at? Secondly, we want to help people find freedom. That happened this weekend with our Radiant Conference. Man, people, people found freedom this, this weekend. And, and, you know, that's what our small groups are all about. Our small groups is all about getting in relationships, life-giving relationships where people can find freedom. And, we, and thirdly, we want to help people discover their purpose. We don't want people wandering in the wilderness just because, not because of us. We want to we make sure if people, people wander in the wilderness, if they do that, it's because they chose to. It isn't because they didn't know better. For us as a church, we're going to do everything. Our growth track is really designed to help people discover their purpose. Every step. So we're helping people step by step, step by step to do that. And ultimately, this is where God wants to bring us, is he wants us to help people make a life-giving difference. There is nothing like, hell, uh, there's nothing like making a big difference in the life-giving difference in the lives of others. Being used by God, knowing who you are. It's like, how can God use this? How could he use somebody that was basically illiterate when he got born again in his mid-twenties, and I'm only about a little bit older than that. (laughs) How could he use him that was an alcoholic for years and years and years, that did drugs, dealt drugs, did all kinds of things that I am extremely shameful for, How could he take me out of that kind of life and begin to work in my life immediately? Immediately he started using me and taking me and using me. How could he do that? Who am I? It's not who am I, it's who I am in him. And I had to discover that in my life. Are y'all getting anything out of this? That's our heart. We want people... I want to, as a church, I want to empower you to make a life-giving difference in the lives of others. I want you to know that you've got a pastor, you've got a, a leadership team here, you've got, you've got some peers here that believe in you. 
That when you come into this church, you're not going to be you're, you're, you're not going to be uh, tolerated. You're going to be celebrated. Amen. And no matter who you are, and we're going to love you like crazy. Amen. Dan Tebbets tells a story when I, I believe it's him that talks about, and he's he he and his wife oversee our our small groups. Would you guys stand up for a moment? They're in the back for you that are new. Woo-hoo! Give them a. Thank you. And uh, Dan talks about when he first came to church on move. Are these guys for real? <laughs> Isn't that right, Dan? Yeah. He's like, are these guys for real? Man, it's only grown since then, hasn't it? We're for real. We love people. Gosh, we love people. And I still feel like I've not reached, even tapped the love that our father has for us. And we're to be like him here on this earth. We're going to love people here. We're going to help believe them into a place. Help them to get to a place where, where uh, they, they believe that they can, do, they can conquer a world. Amen. No matter of what their background looks like. That's our heart. We want people to fulfill their purpose. And then we want people to fully live out their destiny and us live out our destiny. You know, we have a destiny. There's things that God wants us to accomplish. Every day of my life, I'm I'm seeking God for that day. Not to mention the days to come and and our entire destiny. You, You have every day... You have something that God wants you to fulfill. You have a destiny for that day. I don't want to miss any part of it. I want to make sure I'm right in the middle of it. And and as I was preparing this, I was just uh, there was a couple of thoughts that I have. First of all, I you know this message is a little different. I'm not sharing a whole lot of stories, but. Uh, Man, I, I ran into someone lately, and, and it's, it's just like, this guy has so much potential. And he's still wandering in the wilderness. And it just breaks me inside. It does something inside of me. And I still have people that we walk with on a regular basis that I still feel like there's so much more. But again, we can put limits on God. Now I'm going to ask you guys, take those limits off. And start hungering for the destiny that God has for you. There's a destiny. Too many people have become comfortable in their life. They're comfortable with their, their um, accomplishments. I heard one... One uh, minister say that success is one of our greatest, greatest failures. Because we, we become comfortable in our success and we don't grow from there. And, and I'm here to tell you, Jesus is our, he's our goal to be like him. And we'll never exhaust him here on this earth. So... Because I want to get some thoughts in, I, I want to just share with you, first of all, our destiny is determined by our giving. Your giving 
financially for this church, for our church, we can only go as fast as you give. But let me just say this. Your giving is seeds that are sown that reap a harvest. You've got to start changing your mind about your money. Your, your, your potential is found in the seeds that you sow, not the harvest that you reap, unless you use your harvest, some of your harvest for sowing seed. And I, this is not a, a, a giving message. I, I don't do that very often, but I'm going to get to that at some time in the, in the near future. Because we, I think that the body of Christ in, as a whole are missing it there. Uh, 3 to f- 6% are tithing or giving anything to, to, to their local church. Uh, most people do not believe in tithing. And, and maybe because it hadn't been taught like it needs to be. So I will take some responsibility in this house. So forgive me. And I'm not teaching about that today. But above your tithe, we want to accomplish some things too. We got a ministry that's called, and we're going we're gonna to develop that just further. So be praying with me, called Kingdom Builders. That there's some things that we want to accomplish through Kingdom Builders. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm getting more focused on that. We got a handful of people that give to it, and we get things done through Kingdom Builders. Special projects around the house, around here. Uh, eventually we want to own our own land. We want to build our own buildings and that's going to happen through kingdom builders. I believe that God wants to, you think you're doing fine financially now, get within God's plan, start seeking him in that area. Who knows what he'll open up and the riches that he'll pour through you and into your life. If you'll just, if you'll just start seeking God in that area and don't be fearful, he's not limited. We limit him. Amen. Next generation. I, I look at the young people in this house. I am a firm believer that they are an untapped resource for the kingdom of God and the glory of God. I believe that they can do great exploits if we'll just believe in them. And it needs to start with us as parents. And me with grandparents. I believe in young people. And, uh, and so we, we, we're going to use that kingdom builder uh, uh, finances to, to invest more in young people. And then national ministry, uh, and things that are taking uh, place nationally, we, we support. And we're going to continue to do that uh, of pioneering ministry. New churches, uh, we we do that. We already do that. We want to we want to make sure that we're reaching more, more people, uh, internationally, globally. We're wanting to do that. We're planting churches all over. We're a part of something bigger than, much bigger than us. And so we'll take that kingdom builders and we'll continue to start more churches, reach more people. And then for pastors, we do some things for pastors right now in their leadership, in their churches. It's for the big C, the big church. 
It's beyond our walls, and we're taking some of that right now, and we're funneling it towards that, and we're doing something this, the end of the, this month, the first Saturday, our, our, our usual team night is being moved to a Saturday night, and we're inviting uh, pastors from different places, not only locally, and we're, we have them come in, and we got a guest speaker coming in, and he's going to come and speak, and, and we're just going to empower pastors, and we don't charge them a thing. And we just want to help them. And you don't know how many pastors we're already helping. We're already seeing their lives, their churches being transformed because of our influence in their life. Guys, we're doing that. But we want to do it in a big way. Our destiny is determined by our giving, by the quality of our leadership and our teams. We're going to focus more on on this like than ever before it's always been a focus of our church somebody said how did you how did you get so many good people at church on the move intentionally one we pray for them and if you're new to church on move i don't believe you're here by accident really search your heart and see if this isn't the place that god would hook you up and and i believe that you'll you'll grow and you'll flourish here in this house Amen? Amen. And, uh, and so I've got so much to say, but I'm out of time, so I'm going to just give you this last thought, and it's this. Our destiny is determined by our equipping of the next generation. And I just said something on that. And, uh, and uh, it's unfortunate that and there's such an attack on young people. There really is. There's, so, there's such an attack on young people, and we're going to invest in that next generation. I, I, I alluded to it a while ago, but we're going to invest in our next generation. And, uh, and I've got some things in heart. It's going to take leadership again. Uh, it's going to take, uh, it's going to, I, I have my heart. I, I, I believe God's going to, he's going to, he's going to bring people from who knows where to help us make this dream happen. By the way, our church, our church, we're going to keep the, we're going to, we, we work at our culture. Uh, we, we don't want to just have a friendly church and we are a friendly church, but we want to be people's friends. And, and we work hard at that. And, and that's why small groups are so, so key. And so as we grow, we're not going to lose that culture. We're going to keep that culture. Matter of fact, the more we grow, the more that we're going to work at keeping that culture because we want to make sure that every life, every life is touched and is in, is every life is being uh, everything that God wants it to be. And so today, my challenge for all of us Will we allow ourselves to be in unity and united so that we can move forward with momentum in accomplishing what God wants us to accomplish, and that's to grow a life-giving church? I envision our church not where we're at, although I love our church. I envision our church not just a few hundred But I envision our church, as long as there's people to reach, 
just continuing to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. Amen? What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? Where Where is it that you need to adjust, plug in, connect? What needs to be done in your life? Amen? I'm going to be up here in a moment. Uh, if you want to come and talk to me about anything, I'll be up here. Our team will have a team up here. Uh, to pray with you. But right now, I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and let's pray.